I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls and no small holes. Because Enkidu just fell down a hole. Yeah. 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 Oh, there you just go. making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it took some time for that to drop, did it? Oh. 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 I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by four tourists and one prisoner. So say hi, everyone. Hello. We're having a lovely day out. Yeah. yeah. He's not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with him. They're trapped in there. I mean, he is currently paralysed. Yeah. Currently. (laughs) So he's holding all the cards. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. (laughs) Even when it's like a single drop of water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, I'm not going to jump straight into what's happening with Enkidu because it's more fun. But let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blaze don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, then chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So, while you all rested in the feather pillow, Enkidu snuck out to seek some information from the hex. He was told to visit the Queen's comb for a face to face meeting the following day. The next morning, Orange showed off Aggie's latest upgrade, printable reports. Yay! And you all chatted about what to do next. 
Enkidu explained his current thinking, and the group let him leave with Ruana, without realizing his intention to meet with the Hex, and they all agreed to check in after a few hours, just in case things turned sour. I'm sure they won't. <laughs> the rest of the party headed out to Newford, stopping in at the Noble's Nook to check the locations of the Twain Tide Tea Tournament trials, before heading on to scout out the Archmagus's estate. They found the estate, Chargelt Hall, in the centre of a public park, and it was magically protected by a barrier. After a brief assessment of the magical protections, you headed to the training chamber of the Arcanist Consortium for the first Spoon Challenge. Meanwhile, Enkidu found the Queen's Comb to be a honey factory, and was led through to a back office and locked in. Finding the furniture bolted to the floor, he attempted to pick the lock, only for a vibration to fill the room, paralysing him, before the floor opened up, dropping Enkidu into the darkness below. The light of a lantern revealed the burn-scarred face of a tiefling <gasps> leaning over him. Burn! That's where we pick it up. Not with Enkidu, with everybody heading into the training chamber. Oh, good. Thank goodness for that. I've been waiting all week to find out what happens with these spoons. Yeah. Um, so, um, Two weeks. you're all on uh, the back of your cart, with uh, Pip and Lord Crumpet leading the way. Um, and actually, as you approach, as you come sort of pass through Arkhamwell, you can see the Arcanist Consortium, the building, uh, the collection of buildings, sort of dominating the area. But very obviously, there is an extra outcropping of buildings uh, that are much more cube-like. Uh, they look a little bit more fortified and they are slightly removed from the, the rest. These aren't sort of like within the walls necessarily of the of the AC. The AC! Ooh, AC. That's what the cool kids call it. That's what the cool kids call it. <laughs> oh, what's like the theme tune to the OC? <laughs> no, wait, which one was I singing? You, I think you were about to start Dawson's Creek. For my life to be as Dawson's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't to watch be fair, any of that them. Is a so. banger. I've not seen any through, but I want to wait for the to be over. You hear Inkidu singing from the sewers. <laughs> He's saying to all his friends inside. I don't want to <laughs> so as you sort of pull up, there is a bit of a parking bay. There's parking outside of the training chamber. Pop pop a silver in the machine. Exactly. You know, other carts and horses. Some oats are like dispensed as you do that. Yeah, troughs and stuff already there. Guy grabs the reins and says, Watch me parallel park this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But you all jump down. Uh, There is um, a Twain Tide Tea Tournament representative kind of ushering people in at the, uh, the main door for the training chamber. And in fact, there is like. You can see a small queue of people sort of filing in and filing out at the same time. So it's very obvious where it is that you need to be going. Well, right. we should probably get cracking on this. Yeah. How yeah. long have we got till we need to contact Enkidu? About half an hour. Great. Okay. He's, been, he's been gone about an hour and a half. And if we don't hear anything, mm. then we'll, uh, I'll get Rwana back and find out what's going on. Probably just time to win a spoon. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He said he yeah. wouldn't do anything risky, so he can look after we trusted himself. him. Yeah. Oh, we do. Yes, yes. And also, I'm sure he'll appreciate not having to be involved in one of the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd rather die than do another spoon challenge. <laughs> now, don't drop a minute like that, Gwen. Uh... It's a shame Enkidu's not privy to this conversation. <laughs> like, at all. No idea what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh it's so funny and it's oh, so terrifying. Dear same 
Yes. <laughs> you gotta laugh. He's probably just sat having a coffee somewhere, you know, just taking a little bit of time for himself, which we all do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could all be a ruse that he's off to find important information. He d- he could be on a date for all we know. Oh, oh that's yeah. nice. Aww. He might be trying to get the spoon himself as a surprise. <gasps> he might be in there already. That would be the biggest plot <laughs> twist of this whole day. <laughs> <laughs> as you approach, the, the chap at the door kind of marks down the name of your team, uh, stamps your four stamps straight away. Oh. He does look up and goes, uh, you not have a fifth? Oh, uh, a bit tied up at the moment. Just ha- uh, ha- had such a heavy drinking night last night, so we just let him sleep it off. We don't want him being dead weight, you know? All right. Yeah. All right. This is a team challenge, though, so you'll oh. only be able to attempt it once altogether. Uh, uh, I'm sure he won't mind not being yes. involved yeah. in this one. Yeah. No, it's up to you. It's up to you if you think you could do it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, can you tell us anything about the the nature of this team challenge? Oh, yeah, the Arcanist uh, in there will explain a little bit more, but... um. It's a series of little rooms that you got to solve some puzzles in. Oh, cool. What's the uh, name of the Arcanist? Gwendolyn shudders <laughs> with flashbacks. What was that, sorry? Uh, what's the uh, name of the Arcanist? Uh, Bello, I think. Bello Cupdown. Have we heard of this person at all? Bello Cupdown. Did you just look at an uh, upturned cup? David. <laughs> you just made that up. Actually, um, you just made that up. Did I read it from a different list of names all altogether? Yes, but <laughs> Bello Cupdown. Bello Cupdown. Bello Cupdown. Bello Cupdown. This is possibly my favourite NPC so far, and I haven't met him yet. <laughs> but yeah, have we heard of this name coming up before? No, no. This is a, an entirely new name. Fine. I suspect if he's giving his spare time to the spoons, he's not of a person of like high priority. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah they're probably not one of the 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 in the circle. <laughs> it's basically like Orin in like several years' time, when as part of the Arcanist Consortium, just like asked to help with the spoons. I'll help yeah, with the spoons. I'll help with the spoons. I remember my spoon days. I'll do. I'll do the puzzle one. <laughs> you won't get any like money from it, but it'll be great exposure as an Arcanist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you kind of all file in you can see that um, sort of you're, you're, you're directed rather not thoroughly but rather severely through some marble corridors all of the doors to either side of these corridors have been locked off you can see sort of locked shut so there really is only one way to go forwards and there's a little like rope banister down the middle so that you can see the other teams that are coming back through some of them looking a little bit singed in places um, all of them looking exhausted. But there's a, a team in front of you, directly in front of you, who are chatting quite loudly and quite excitedly as well. Um, they catch your attention a little bit because uh, one of them's juggling rats. What? <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> and every time one of them speaks, um, they put their hand up first and there's a nod from from uh, from another one of their members before they then talk. <laughs> um, I have a question. Um mm. Can I understand what the rats are saying and what are they saying <laughs> about the juggles? Uh, the rats. Oh, yeah, the rats are just going, wee! <laughs> oh, good. They're oh, having yeah. a lovely time. Hi, Wee! Tuna's going to say, hi, you look like you're having a lovely time there, rats. Yeah, as one of them kind of gets caught, it suddenly scurries up onto this person's shoulder and it's like, oh, hi. <laughs> hello. You look like you're having a lovely time there. The, the chap kind of looks down, turns around and goes, Oh, hello, you talk to my rats. Yes. Oh, this one, this is Misha, this is Ivan, this is Vovo. Oh, hello. These are my lovely little rats. And what's your name? I'm Gablinski. 
Nice to meet you, Giblinski. And you, and you. Uh, we are, sorry, introduce the whole team, shall I? Yeah. Uh, hello, we are the Plucky Poppycocks. The Plucky Poppycocks. <laughs> nice Fantastic. to meet you, Plucky Poppycocks. Are you, who are you? We're the Abracalads. Star ah. Lightning Bolt. Yeah. That is a very cool name. Gwendolyn like makes a the star sign with her hands and then the lightning bolt with her hands. Orin looks anywhere but at anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Guy strums his guitar like bam bam. <laughs> uh, have you uh, done many of the other challenges in the city? No, not yet. Have you? First one? Yeah. We don't want to intimidate the other competitors, you know what I mean? Like, want, we want uh, to, like, keep a low profile. Uh, and uh, sort of another sort of a pale-skinned half-elf glasses on their, over their eyes, leans forward and goes, you mean intimidote, actually. It's intimidote is, is the past tense. Um, uh, I don't think that's correct, actually. No, no, it is. Um, no, it's. It's. <laughs> I think you'll find in common. Actually, it's intimidate. <laughs> yeah, from what part of the country do you hail from? Oh, not from around here. I'm from um, from the uh, the Rillian Isles, from Marriott. But ah. uh, it's intimidate. I assure you. Oh. I've, I've, I've studied very the languages very well. It's, it might be a dialect thing, perhaps. Possibly. 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 I think I've been to. I, I've been to the Rillian Isles. Vicky looks up her Juno notes. <laughs> we move on too far. <laughs> I think you have. Sure. Definitely have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you have. Um, you have been to the, uh, the Rillian Isles, have you? Yeah, have you I've been got a lovely story yet? about a griffin and a paladin. <laughs> oh, yes. They, uh, they moved in quite a while ago. It was the most awful thing. <laughs> oh, dear. So um, how does one yeah, go I'm about I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you sports? raise your hand before you uh, speak? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, it comes from uh, uh, sort of this human in the back, so she leans round. Uh, raise your hand, please. I find it very difficult to understand who's speaking next if you haven't raised your hand. <laughs> Guy raises his hand with a flourish. Yes, you may speak. With his middle finger prominent. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's very rude. You'll have to sit at the back of the class if you continue. Right, I'm sorry. That's just from where I come in this country. Um, so, as I was saying, uh, <laughs> your dialect is beautiful. With this beautiful dialect, could you perhaps articulate why we uh well how we um go about gaining a spoon well there's lots of different ways to get the spoons uh have you done the duck hunt yet no Uh, have you done the duck hunt yet we've tried it where where is it well that is what we're a bit confused about after each of uh we tried the one at ashgate that's actually very straightforward not to like help the competition but it's very straightforward uh, and then they, they give us a little clue at the end. They said we were looking for Lady Quackington III. Oh, wow. Insight check. <laughs> yeah, feel free. Nice. Do I believe that we're looking for Lady Quackington III? Is this the guy that's going to become like the Gary to our Ash Ketchum? Oh, I just rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh. I mean, he's very believable. You can kind of understand what he was saying, but you're like, sure. Lady Quackington III. Oh, yeah, that... that- Probably makes sense, yeah. And there's um, a half-orc at the back who goes, And if you happen to see my falcon, that'd be nice too. What happened to your falcon? I don't know. Oh. You lost it? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. It's just been, as soon as we got in the city, you flew off. Does it have a name, just in case I come across them? Richard. Richard? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cool. If you see a falcon, it responds to Richard. Be nice to let him know that we're here and I miss him. Oh, what, what's your name, if you don't mind me asking? Mersham. Mersham. 
Mersham yeah. Halsey. Mersham okay. Halsey. Retired Faulkner. Yeah. Retired I can understand why you had to retire. <laughs> 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 down in your prime and you had to get an early retirement. <laughs> like the whole like cue shuffles forwards a little bit. So um yes, so uh how does one do this this challenge in particular? Well, I don't know that we've not done it yet. But uh, from the looks of other people leaving, I think it is some sort of magical challenge. We are quite a magically inclined group. Uh, oh, are you now? So we might do very well at this. Yeah? You, so you've done, you've done the Watchmen already, Duck Hunt struggling with. You've done the history lesson then? No, we've not tried that one yet. Oh, okay. And how, how many spoons have you got so far? How many spoons do we have? Let's count it. We, were, we had one from Medravain. We couldn't get to the uh, the, the bell tower because there was a big fire. So we, we <laughs> oh, carried no. on oh, down no. to, um, where do we go to? Uh, to to Fosfall. And we tried the ones there. And the tricky thing with those is that we were not very good at them. So we came back up, uh, got the ones in Vanak Rise, and we'll come back here and we we're hoping to catch a boat, go get down and maybe still win. Oh, wow. So you have three? So we have one. Yes, three. No, five. Oh, fine. Because we got the ones in Werner Christ. That was actually very straightforward. How was? How many have we got now? Three. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> shit. You only have three. Um, maybe. That's okay. There are four in the city here. And yep. as, as you could, we've already have to travel down the country to come back up the country. So it's other teams are doing it. It's fine. Yeah. Because you can see there's a queue here, so not everybody is going very fast. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard how many spoons everyone else has got? There was one team that was. That had seven, Whoa. but I don't know where they are now. They might have gotten them. They might have been disqualified. Oh, for oh. what? No, I don't know. They might have been. I oh, just okay, know. you're just speculating, I see. Yes. Um, you mean speculating? No, I definitely don't. Yes, yes, it's speculating. That's not a word. Gwendolyn, like, narrows her eyes at the grammar per Nazi, <laughs> just like, like in key do word. Um, Gablinski kind of leans forward. He goes, ah, you don't happen to have any food with you, do you? Food? Yes, just something that is not toast. To- toast? Yes. Um, yeah? I think I've got, like, a ration back or something on me. I would really appreciate it, uh, even just for my rats, if... Uh... What? 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 There's a shifty look, and, like, from a, from a quick glance over his shoulder, you can see that uh, <laughs> he's very much concerned about the, uh, the fifth member of his group. That is Sheila. She, uh... She only cooks toast, <laughs> but she is supposed to be the chef of our team. <laughs> and I am bored of toast. <laughs> David, does she have a toaster? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> she, just, she does have quite a few loaves of bread around her. Okay. <laughs> she had a tragic cooking accident, and oh. now she only makes toast. Oh. <laughs> it was part of the reason that we did not do so well in Foster. Oh, really? One of them is a cooking-related job? You had to do some cooking, and she just froze, <laughs> and then we couldn't do any cooking. <laughs> I love this team. <laughs> that's, that's really unfortunate. Yeah, here you go. Uh, Orin will pull out a ration pack that he's been carrying around for the last however many months we've been travelling. Thank you so much, me and the Reds. Thank you many times. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sort of a gesture forwards uh, and the whole like queue shunts again. And uh, at that point, a scholar, clearly by their robe, sort of steps around. He goes, uh, who's next? 
There's us, the, pl- the plucky poppycocks. Wonderful if you could step through the door. Good luck. Koblinski turns around. Okay, well, uh, it was a pleasure meeting you all, the Apricot lads. Nice to meet you, poppycocks. And I hope you do well. Thank you for the ration. <laughs> and if, uh, if you'll see my, my friends, Falcon, they would really appreciate it. Okay, if you... Richard. Richard. <laughs> we'll, we'll comb the streets for Richard. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well, wish us luck. Goodbye. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> the plucky poppycocks disappear behind a door. And about three minutes later, they come out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. You get it? And they are, all of them are, there is, there is definite singeing around them. <gasps> well, it did not go so well. As, as Gablinski comes past you and he goes, was Sheila making toast again? Don't <laughs> mention <laughs> the thing. It wasn't, though, no. Um, how'd you get on? Uh, this is a tricky one. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Okay. And they walk past you. Like, again, all of them looking incredibly dissatisfied. Good luck. Hope you find Lady Quackington. The third. That sounds like it's a very important clue. Shh, guys, you can't give away <laughs> any, like, you know, insider trading information out there. Because oh, luckily sorry. there's lots of other teams around us. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the scholar gestures forward. <sighs> Apricot lads, is it? With a star and a lightning bolt, yes. Bam, bam. <laughs> Head inside and the uh, arcanist will explain. Thank you very much. Thank you, are you Bello, yes? No. Oh, the arcanist is Bello, yeah. Oh. Uh, arcanist cup down. Who are you? Who are you? Oh, come on guys, let's just get in there. We don't need to know everybody's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh just gestures for you to walk in. <laughs> As you always sort of enter, it's a small room, almost like a little briefing space, with another door behind it. And in the center of the room is an arcanist, a full arcanist, you can tell, again, by the, the blue of their robes, matching very much what you've seen other people wear. And sort of a tallish uh, chap with sort of a bald head, bit of a beard, sort of a gray tint to their skin. They kind of stand there. Hello. Uh, Abracad lads, I believe. Yep. And you must be Bello. That's correct. Arcanist, cup down, if you could. Um, are you ready for your, for your challenge? Yeah. Wonderful. You will be... Uh, the, the Mages trial is uh, not only a, a Twintite tea tournament trial, a test, but also an assessment of your magical ability. So um, the Arcanist Consortium are very much looking for new members at all times and uh, potential across the country. And uh, if you can best these three rooms ahead of you, then... We may well need to have a conversation. Oh. Uh, each of the three rooms will have a singular challenge in which to overcome uh, and to uh, to reach the door to pass on to the following room. And that's all I can tell you. Any and all magical uh, skills and abilities you have are fully encouraged to be used. Uh, Arcanist Captain, just to check, we do them all together. Is that right? Yes, you are working oh. as a team, but uh, you are being watched the entire time. So uh, don't fear about... Uh, uh, any danger you might be in, should any of you uh, suffer any great harm, then we will, of course, extract you and heal you. Okay. If, um, for example, one of us has very little magical ability, um, would I, would this person, uh, be potentially holding the team back? Not so much holding you back. There's um a lot of other skills I'm sure you could contribute, but oh. um, durability for one. 
Uh, uh, oh, okay. Moral support for another. You know. Oh, the magic of friendship. Okay, that I've got in spades. <laughs> Certainly. The strongest of uh, all. Are you ready? Um, you will have. Gwendolyn gets out her fairy fire wand. Nice. Oh, so nice. You, you are you are armed. Wonderful. Yes. Tuna's thinking like, God damn it! I should have tattooed her this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you will have exactly one minute in each room. <gasps> Ooh. Are you ready? Oh, crap. And so just remind me, we need to we need to get to the other side of the room to a door, that's right? That's right. In one minute. One minute per room. Cool. David, in the mechanics of this, is it going to be like a round of combat where one minute will become ten rounds? Yeah. Wonderful. I didn't want to panic and suddenly you're like, okay, guys, you, fit, you now <laughs> yeah. have in real time one minute. Real and we're time, all one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're not. We'll do like loose initiative style of things. Sweet. Like, all right, cool. Everyone can chat about what they want to do. <laughs> Good Grand. check, Chris. <laughs> okay. Okay, are you ready to proceed? Yep. Unless I've got 10 minutes to prep something, in which case, failing that, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, good luck. And uh, work hard. And he opens the door to the first room. Gwendolyn makes sure everybody goes in front of her. Juno holds Gwen's hand as they go through the door and gives her guidance. So as you step into the room, it is pitch black. Except you can see a door in front of you. Uh, the door closes behind you and you hear a loud bell go off and your time starts what's everyone doing so hang on we're just in a complete it's pitch black pitch black but you can see the door on the other side of the room it's like magical darkness but the only thing that you can see you can't see each other but you can see the door ahead of you oh can't see each other guy will cast um dancing lights through um, a small uh, riff that he's playing very gently on his lute. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll send out three magical orbs of a lavender persuasion mm. towards the door. One maybe going towards the potential floor and two flanking on either side. Mm. Interestingly, whilst you can see the orbs, they're not laying off light into the darkness. So you watch them travel toward the door and like sort of float around the space, but they haven't illuminated anything else. Okay. Um, what happens when I take I'm going to take a step forward what happens if I step the lights turn on and the door vanishes and I take a step back the lights stay on and the door is still vanished yep you find yourself in a, a completely white room so it's quite a shock to be honest to, to go from pitch black to pure white uh, and it's just like a little 10 by 10 by 10 cube that you find yourself in with this door opposite and as you've moved around, like the... the oh, the, the, dancing... door, the door we're heading to is still there. The door behind us is gone. No, no, no. Sorry. The door ahead of you is, is gone. Juna, take another step forward. Can we still see Juna, by the way? Yeah. Now you can all see each other. All of the lights in the room are on. Oh. Are Gaius' lights that he put up near the door still there? Yep. Uh, they're, letting off, they're, they're letting off their lavendery glow. And it's just a completely white room. Nothing... Nothing else in there. Nothing in there at all. Is there a door behind us? Uh, yep. You can see the exit door. Do we just walk towards the door where we thought the door used to be? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Go on, Juno. You're, you're technically one step forward. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, like take another step, another step. Yeah. And there's no issue. There doesn't seem to be any reactions as you cross. Should have flown. If I reach out where the door was, can I feel the door? No, there's just a, you can feel like cold stone. Oh. Can Guy, look up. Is there anything above us? Mm, no, just a plain white uh, ceiling. There is an air of, even though like it's quite sort of made out of stone and marble and like white stone, there is an air of 
with the exactness of this cube that you're in, of a, sort of the, the Wingthrup trials that you went through. Okay. Okay, I think I'm going to pull down my goggles and cast Magical Detection, because we need to know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, you look around the room, there are a few magical protections kind of laid into the stonework, and where the door was, you can see that there is some kind of conjuration magic, sort of waiting, almost, like, uh, wait, waiting for, for a trigger. Waiting for some way to summon it back, maybe. Mm. Uh, guys, crazy idea. Everybody just jump up in the air on the count of three, okay? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Jump! Bike! <laughs> Nothing happens. You all land Damn on the it. floor. Okay. I thought it was maybe like a motion thing or something on the floor. Um, do we want to go back to the original place where we were and just see if something happens? Yeah, Gwendolyn opens the door behind them to see if that does anything. Yeah, it's just Bello. Still stood there. Yeah. She waves and closes it. Can we all stand by the door? Which yeah. door? Yeah. I'm going to say we're, we're moving into the second round. Okay. Oh. So we're all clumped by the door that we just came through. Mm-hmm. Does that do anything? What do you do in the second round? And I will tell you. Okay. So yeah, in the, in the second six seconds of, in the room. Sorry, can I just double check for just mm-hmm. a quick... So there was a trace of sort of conjuration magic around where the door used to be. And then there, you, there was something else I saw with my goggles on the previous round. Sorry, can you remind me what that was? Uh, just sort of protections uh, in the room itself. Okay. Um, you just basically get the impression that it's sort of like abjuration magic to stop the stone from being damaged. Okay. Yeah, so what are you all doing in the second round? Uh, guy's going to run around and try and feel the walls. Cool. Uh, make an investigation check. Ooh, natural 19. So that's going to be a 23. 23! Um, you can quite happily say that there is nothing hidden on any of the walls. Yeah, I can't feel anything. <laughs> Gwendolyn casts fairy fire where the she had originally seen the door, mm. hoping mm. that it might nice. just nice. like jog it into <laughs> visibility. Yeah, the um, the wall itself sort of starts to shimmer, and all of that space. No door appears, but that area is kind of shimmering with the with the sort of fairy dust almost. Cool. We have advantage on that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I throw a chromatic orb at it and see? Yeah, or we can try something uh, that uses less resources <laughs> to start with. If there's also protections on the walls, if we damage the walls, will that set something off and hurt us? Says Grace. Oren, with your goggles, yeah. what can you see on the door that we've just come from? I look at the door that we've just come through. Nothing. That looks like a perfectly ordinary door. That's just a normal door. The same kind of abjuration protection stuff is laid over it. But again, you're just getting the impression that that's just to stop any damage. And Juna touched the wall where the door was, right? Yeah. Mm. And I'll say with um, with Gaius's that investigation check as well. You very sort of thoroughly. It, there is just stonework there. There's no, there's no door currently. Anyone doing anything else this round? <sighs> Trying to think if there's it does any of this remind me in any way because I think I've looked once at how the homeward door works in the notebook. Mm. Does any of this in any way remind me of anything about the homeward door? Make a... Make a... An arcana check, I'll say. Thank you. This will be my action for the turn. Okay. That is... 25. Uh, 27. 27. <laughs> I know I can make it a 32. 
<laughs> so whilst there are uh, there is conjuration elements with the homeward door with like sort of travel and stuff like that. No, you're quite okay. you're quite secure that those two this what you're seeing here and how that works is a very different application of of that school of magic. Okay. I say this doesn't remind me of the homeward door. <laughs> Help. I'm going to say let's move on to round three. And, and we don't want to try and put some damage on it to see if it does anything. I mean, I can use Word of Radiance. Go for it, Juno. Try and damage it. Yeah. She's going to, um, instead of using Chromatic Orb, she will use Word of Radiance and she'll say, Where are you, door? And uh, cast <laughs> Word of Radiance where the door was. Okay. Um, there is a reverberation around the room. <laughs> And Orin, through your goggles, you can yeah. see like reactions uh, from the walls, but just sort of protecting no everything, like yeah, just stopping any damage. No, I don't think that's don't think that's worked. Unfortunately, Juna. Well, at least we tried. Oh, worth a go. I'm a bit stumped. Uh, me too. Um, Guy will start to sit, like hum a song, and then body mm. percussion, like inspiration for um, Orin, just going. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Does that do anything to the fact that we are using magic on ourselves? There's no reactions from anything around you, no. But Orin has been inspired, so that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> All I can think of that I can do currently is screen and detect thoughts on the room in the hope that there is someone in here that we can hear. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Um, All I can think that uh, you give that a go. The other option is I could try and see if there's anything invisible in here, but I just don't know if there is. Wouldn't your your detect magic goggles would see if there's any illusion yeah. visibility? Yeah, they'd see illusion magic. They'd see an outline of it if it was in the room. Okay. There isn't. Okay, David. There isn't anything on the ceiling or on the floor. I feel like we've checked the walls. Have we checked the ceiling and the floor? You can make um, an investigation check, Gwendolyn. Um, what are you doing? Um, I will uh, try and investigate the floor around where like Juna stepped originally mm. to see if anything there's anything around there like any pressure okay. points that- I feel like that step has cost us guys don't say sorry you just stepped into the room cool yeah make um make an investigation check as well I'm kind of like using my knowledge of like whatever from like my family to see if anything oh yeah like triggers mm. yeah what'd you get Orin 21 for Orin investigating the floor and ceiling generally no you don't pick anything up with the 21 there's no distinguishing marks no buttons no crevices Gwendolyn? a 19 for looking at the particular area that juna stepped that actually there doesn't seem to be anything there at all there was no indent and as you're sort of pushing around that area especially you are very happy to say that that step didn't it wasn't like a pressure plate there's no sort of magical markings that you can see there and even with orin's goggles as well there's nothing particularly special about that spot it's covered in the same protection as everything else in the room. And to be clear, light is not being, like, displayed or cast in a certain way, is it? Yeah, there's no source of light in the room. Just everything is bright. Moving on to round four. Okay, stupid idea, maybe. What happens if... This is probably stupid, but... I wonder if they reset this somehow. If, like, the Arcanist comes in and resets it or something. If one of us, like transformed into the arcanist maybe could we then like trick it into thinking we're the arcanist i don't know yes worth a try i'm just also wondering if we go to where we thought the door was close our eyes and then try to open it holy crap 
What yes. if it's literally caused by absence of light? So, like, literally, yeah. we go back to the place, Do it, close Glenn. your eyes, and we start Do walking it. towards the door. Or, or And turn off your lights, maybe. Yeah. I click my fingers, the lights go. Nice. When the lights go, does the room, before I shut my eyes, does the room still stay lit? The room's still lit, yeah. Okay. So where are, where are you all shutting your eyes? Where we thought <laughs> the door was... Or, or do we door. go back to where we started? Yeah, back, go back to where, to where we, we started. Were, close, close our eyes, our eyes there. And walk towards where we thought the door, where, where, where the, we saw the door originally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. So yeah, you go back to the start. How long do you close your eyes for? As we walk across the room. Say, <laughs> around. <laughs> you close your eyes for an entire round. So we'll say round five. Uh, we're at now. Uh, and as you all stand still. And uh, we start walking. Well, once all, oh, yeah. so you're standing still with your eyes closed, right? Yep. And then we start and then walking. we're going to walk then, with, with our eyes, with your eyes still closed. Shut. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Then we get to round six, um, having travelled this very slow journey across the room with your eyes closed, and all four of you, you feel your hands against the wall, oh. just a wall, oh, just a wall. Fudge. Open our eyes. I thought it was a clever idea, Grace. I liked it. I liked was, it. That was clever. Very I was. clever idea. It wasn't right, it. though, was it? No, but it was good. <laughs> it might have been right. Okay, so yeah, you're at round six. At round six now. We run back to the door and, like, go out of it and come back in. Is that what you... Okay, I'm going to try something different. Feel free. <laughs> you, that's that's what Gwendolyn's going to do. <laughs> Gwendolyn runs out. Bello, Bello is like, hello. Hello. She closes the door behind her and then reopens it to go in. Using mm, your brain. Oh. Well, I just said because you thought that you had nothing to contribute to it. I can see you thinking. Well done. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> inside of the room, what are you doing? Watching the reaction from Grace's experiment. I mean, um... uh, Hilda. That person. <laughs> <laughs> Deli. The lady it's Deli, of many names. <laughs> um, I am up for giving a punt to changing ourselves to look like the alchemists. The only other idea I have, which I'm not very confident in, is uh, try, like the only other magic, and I'm thinking about it being magic, is that using magic to cure the room? Mm, I don't think we can cure inanimate objects. Am I right, guys, in thinking that light was the change? Yeah. So therefore... Turned off all the lights, maybe that door would reopen. We've turned off your lights, haven't we? We've turned off our lights, we've turned off like absences and we haven't been able to see. Has anyone got a way of like creating darkness or anything like that? Nope. No. No, me neither. I got ways of making lots of noise, I've got ways of making people happy or unhappy. Um, and I've got, you know, uh, yeah, like making things fall asleep. I haven't got anything Ooh. else really like what actions are you all taking in round six? I just also thought because the bell sounded, is that significant? Um, are, are you guys going to take any actions in round six? Gwendolyn's out of the room. Yes, I'm going to cast Alter Self on myself mm-hmm. and transform myself into Arcanist Bellow Cupdown. Nice. Uh, and there you are, sort of appearing as him in the middle of the room. And do I have time to go, open door, <laughs> my best impression of him? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing seems to happen, but ah! uh, Juno, what you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast cure wounds where the door was. I have nothing else to give. Nice, yeah, no, nothing happens. It almost doesn't take. Yeah. Uh, and Gaius, what are you doing for round six? Oh, I don't want to burn anything too precious. Ah. Oh, God, I actually haven't gotten anything to like 
prestidigitate or, or, or thaumaturgy that sound. Do I have any bells? Hang on. Let's have a look. Uh... <gasps> I could make a bell. I've just realised I have minor illusion. You got minor illusion. Good, because I've got major image. And like, yeah, that would I've be just a... taken my turn, though. Oh, God. I don't want to use this. Ugh. I cast major image to the sound of a bell. Well, it has to be an image, doesn't it, for major image? Yeah, and the image can cause any sound. Um, oh, it can. So oh, I, nice. I cast, so my, with my best assessment of the tone or and size and volume of the yeah. bell, I create the form of a beautiful bell. Nice. And it's got gilded ladies and men naked frolicking in the field on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because why not? We need some smut in this world. Nice. <laughs> I want this to be it, and I want it to be you that does it. It makes so much the sense. The bell rings with an aim to be exactly how I imagine it to sound, which is the sound of the bell. And it is an exact replica of that sound. But nothing happens. Oh. <sighs> Round seven. Gwendolyn opens the door. And you can see the other three. Well, I say the mm. other three. You now see Bello in the room, Hello. a large bell in the centre of it. <laughs> uh, Juno kind of trying to heal a wall in the corner. Like, can, I, can I wave at Bello when, when the door opens briefly? <laughs> As Bello kind of peeks in, he goes, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Made me a bit taller. <laughs> Would we be disqualified if I tried to charm the person outside the door? Do we think? Are you asking him? Yeah, the door's still open at the moment. I've not closed it behind me yet. Hell yeah, no. why not? Good sir, if I, am I disqualified if I tried to convince you magically to help us? Well, I won't do it willingly, but uh, you could certainly try. But if I <laughs> do so and it's against your consent, does that mean we're disqualified? No, any and everything is, uh, <gasps> is possible in this round. I cast charm person. <laughs> what, does he, what does he have to yes. roll? Uh, he wisdom has save. Uh, yeah, uh, a wisdom save. And what's your DC? 15. He rolled really low. So <gasps> even with Arcanist bonuses, he only came out with a 12. Whoa. Because I know you like us, buddy. Come on. Come yeah, on. You, you have been quite amusing. Yes. <laughs> um, how can I help? Well, look, basically, we want to just get through this first room. So come on. Like, could you give a guy a break? Well, yes. Try not doing so much. Trying to do so much. Oh, yes. Okay. It's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite cryptic, and I know you like us a lot, so come on. Well, uh, if you're, if you're, I'm assuming Sounds you don't have any teleportation ability amongst you. As, uh, I mean, as, I got uh, teleportation ability for days, but unfortunately, it can only take a certain amount of people. Well, maybe go stand by where you want to be and just don't do anything. See what, see what that gets you. Okay. How many rounds we got left? Well, this is round seven, so yeah, you've got three. Two, three. Run to where the door was and yeah. everybody stands... Stands very still. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Guy, Guy, before the door closes, this is, sorry, this is message. Ask him about the other rooms. Yeah, any good top tips for the other rooms? Well, again, probably more teleportation for the second and um, a lot of magical energy for the last. Oh, thank you. And can I say you're a handsome fellow and I run through the door? Ah, oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all sort of jump back into the room, run over to the other side and stand still. Six seconds passed. And the lights turn off. And the door appears next to you. Uh, what? <laughs> we, if I reach for it, does it open? Yeah. It's there. It's physical. <laughs> oh you turn the handle. It opens into another sort of 10 foot by 10 foot room. Uh, uh, I cast a fourth level spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I burnt a first and a second. Oh, but it's okay because I still look like him and my goggles are still active. <laughs> Great. Could you have <laughs> dimension doored through where you thought the door was? And then open it from the other side and let the others in. Yeah, I just didn't know if I was going to dimension yeah. door into like, <laughs> cool. you know, because I need to sort of be able to see that, like, 
I don't want to splice myself into a wall. You know oh, true I mean? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's my always big panic in like, oh, I could easily like, you know, get into that building. But the problem is I don't know the schematics of that building. Yeah, to be fair, I think every teleportation spell in the rules, so you have, it's a place where you can see, so. You see or you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Room two. So room two is almost an exact uh, copy of the first. 10 by 10 by 10, white cube. You can see the door on the other side. He said teleportation we need for this one. Does anyone have teleportation? Um, I can, uh, but how do I use it? What What is happening in the room? I mean, shall we see what exactly we need to do Is it just exactly the same in the dark first? with the door? Not, with the, not in the dark. This is um, the room lit, basically. We shut the door. And as soon as you shut the door, in the direct middle of the room, a wall of fire just... Uh, and blocks sight of the of the door beyond. Okay, we open the door again. The fire turns off. And the door is on the other side that we can see? Uh, back in the first room? No, in the second room. Can we see across the room where there's a door? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can see. Well, straight away, I'm thinking three of us can just walk across while the door's open. We only need to get yeah. one across. Guy, yeah. you can teleport. Am I right? Hot damn, let's do it. Right, three of us across. Guy, you stay here. Yep, yep. we do that. Yep. Cool, yep, you walk straight across. Guy... Shut the door. Click. Yep. And there's a wall of fire. <laughs> Fills up the space so uh, you completely lose sight of your friends, Gaius. Can we shout across? Yeah. Are we okay? Are we on fire? You're not on fire. Right. No. You're Like, again, it's this wall of fire, like this thin... And it's very hot, it's, but it's... It's fine over here. I'm okay. okay. Here I come. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I'm running, running, running. And I hope I don't expire. And I jump through <laughs> it while casting Dimension nice. Door to the other side. Yeah. And yeah, you get like very close to it, but then... And like suddenly appear on the other side of it with all your friends. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, guys. Can we open the door? Yep, and the door unlocks and nice. you can open it. Boom. You open it into uh, the third room, the wall of fire sort of remaining there behind you. And in this third room, again, it's sort of a 10 foot by 10 foot little white cube um, with a plinth in the middle and a crystal orb in the center of it. There's no door out of this room, though. Door's still open at this point, so we haven't started anything yet. So before we shut the door, I'm, I'm assuming maybe a timer starts the moment we shut the door. Or when you open it. Or when we open it. Who knows? He said a lot of magical energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Shall we shut the door? Let's okay. prep some big stuff. And just fire it at the orb. Maybe. Yeah. We'll shut the door and see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, first round in the in the last room. So nothing changes. It's just an orb in the middle. It's just an orb in the room. Fairy fire at the orb. Yeah. What What level does that cast as? I don't know. I can't know. remember if I've ever said. <laughs> if it's just a fairy fire as per normal, that not that it's like just the a... first level, isn't it? First level. As you step forward and like sort of throw the magic out of the wand, the, the orb kind of glows and shifts slightly and the dust just kind of gets like pulled toward it, spirals around it for a little bit and then disappears. So it's like been absorbed in there. Mm. In a good way. It's a hungry orb. Hungry, hungry orb. Okay. I will cast a second level scorching ray at it. Mm. A very similar thing happens. All the flames sort of fly toward the orb spiral around it before being sucked in i will cast major image to show a rainbow erupting from the orb nice and yeah again the rainbow like erupts and then spirals around and gets sucked in what level is major image um you know actually i've just clocked that i cast major image at at third level which is what i did retcon i did major (laughs) image the first time (laughs) (laughs) that is actually my first retcon i think maybe (laughs) 
So, yeah, that's a third level spell. Wonderful. I'm going to send a third level chromatic orb into the orb. It feels right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, and there is a real, like, sort of fizzle of energy as these two orbs, like, collide for a moment. But then I'm almost imagining, like, Jumanji style. <laughs> like, that, like, this magic is all just being sort of, like, spiraled around and sucked into the center of the orb. Okay. Does uh, it change, or does it just look like all of this is just being absorbed? Just looks like it's kind of all, yeah, being absorbed, being dissipated. The orb itself, there is like a small glow in its center, but beyond that... Does it look like we're doing the right thing? Uh, you don't know. Uh, David, can I just investigate the rest of the room whilst mm-hmm. everyone's like looking at the orb, just because I want to make sure that we're not missing an obvious trick here? Yeah, uh, make an investigation check. Uh, seven. Seven? Uh, no. Like... Maybe it's the, the the timing. Maybe it's the the fact that these rooms are so similar to the others that you just sort of give it a quicker check, but you don't see anything obvious. Can I also have a look around the room? Yeah, Please. absolutely. This is into round two that everyone's mm-hmm. making checks. I'm going to. If can I really closely study the orb <laughs> on this yeah. second round to see if I can see any sort of effect of everything that we've chucked into it, like if it's caused. Uh, yeah. Make a. Try and decide between Arcana or Investigation. I'll let, I'll let it up to you. You can make an Arcana or an Investigation check. I'll make an Investigation, please. And 21 for Investigating the Room. Mm. Um, again, no, it's um, just a perfectly pale room. But at least we know. I am uh, using my Bardic Inspiration, um, cool. just for FYI. And I'm going to burn a uh, use of a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Flash of Genius. <laughs> Flash of Genius, thank you. To bump it up to a 28, <laughs> because I think it's important. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, looking at it, um, and looking at it, trying to like understand what it is, it's definitely a kind of anti-magic, counterspell type of a thing. You can see, like, deep within it as you're peering, like, there are, like, the faintest of, like, etchings for symbols that you can, you recognize as um, abjuration-y type magic very much a kind of like spell absorption mm. orb is what you, you're kind of getting the, the hint at and like looking down even into the, trying to like catch a glimpse of what that glow is inside you can see that a lot of the magic that you've just cast is still kind of spiraling in and amongst that okay so i think this is having an effect this is taking it in and our our energy our magic is swirling in there so should we just try that again yeah, I haven't done anything this round yet, so I will do my last bit of fairy fire and throw <laughs> that at it. Can I watch that as it goes in? Well, I, yeah. if this is happening in the same round, uh, do I? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So with the fairy fire, like, yeah, you sort of give it a flourish again, Gwendolyn. Uh, <laughs> this sort of this sparkle of dust comes out, covers the orb, starts swirling around, and yet, yeah, Orin, you watch as it sucked sort of almost like through the the membrane of the orb. Uh, spiraling down further and further and further in toward this glow and the moment it starts collecting within the glow the whole orb flashes with light Ooh. and all of you find yourself back with uh arcanist cup down oh 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 cup down Woohoo! well well done which one are you says the other arcanist cup down <laughs> <laughs> you know what that was very cheeky using a charm person <laughs> <laughs> a bloody way i gave away the whole game there didn't i <laughs> It was quite useful. <laughs> well, very well done. Um, it was very impressive, uh, the teamwork in there as I was watching. And uh, uh, very quick thinking, especially in the latter two rooms. Took you a moment in the first one. Uh, 
but very impressed. Uh, I, I believe, and he sort of reaches into a pocket of a row, pulls out a spoon. He, this is for you. Hey, thank you very much, David. Well, thank you. Very is much. there an appropriate fanfare for when we hold the spoon aloft? <laughs> <laughs> the spoon theme plays. <laughs> the spoon theme plays loud. Great guy plays the spoon theme, so therefore <laughs> David has to play the spoon. Theme. <laughs> um, Arcanist. Yes. Um, do we get a little hint now towards the duck hunt as well? Oh yes. Um, uh, to find the duck. Start at City Hall. Okay. Very good luck with that one. Very well done. And, um, well, the AC will uh, keep in contact uh, if, uh, in reviewing what you've just done, if we think uh, it is worth uh, pursuing, perhaps, uh, a career within, uh, within the consortium. Oh. With you. Oh, yes. Orin would be great. <laughs> well, yes. And, and your, uh, your friend, uh, Gaius, is it, I believe, you were, were being called. Um, very impressive images you were, you were conjuring there. Thank you very much. Um, I'm a big fan of my bell. Um, listen, I was just wondering um, <laughs> if we uh, just uh, charm you again and you tell us where the duck is, is that <laughs> going to disqualify us? Well, um, to save you the trouble, I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> Insight check. Ooh. Yeah, make an insight check. One. <laughs> One. He is lying. Ooh. He knows. <laughs> Didn't answer my question though, but I'll. I'll, I'll that's I won't... on a one. On a yeah, one. that's true. So, so fair enough. David's probably using reverse psychology. What is he? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he? What is he doing? Dastardly bastard. Uh, but the the arcanist kind of gestures for you you all to leave. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet and you. And you, very well done, very well. Enjoy your spoon. One last question. What do you know of Lady Quackington the Third? plus insight check? Uh, sounds like a duck. Hmm. <laughs> and, and insight check their answer. Please do. 22. 22. Uh, you get the impression that other people have asked this question over the last however many days that he's been here. Um, and he, he has assumed that that is the duck you're trying to find, but he doesn't know. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, good luck, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and as you all step out of the training chamber, make your way down the corridor, back out to your horses. And Kidu <laughs> oh. walks round the corner. Walks round the... No, he's not there. No, no. Um, and Kidu... I love how we played a very different game. Like, had we... Like, I think, like, if Enkidu had been with us, we would have been like... Bow! Magic! 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 Because <laughs> part of us was like, <laughs> Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. Darling listeners, Spotify now has a rating feature. So if you have Spotify, please go over and give us a five-star rating on there. Even if you don't actually listen to us on Spotify, it really helps us to get more crumpets to find the show. All you need to do is head over to Spotify, listen to us for about 10 minutes, and then you can add your rating. And, I mean, you might know other people that use Spotify and you could encourage them to do the same on their apps or even borrow their phone and and do it for them um, if you're feeling so inclined. Just a thought. Anyway, as well as ratings, reviews are also super helpful. So if you've been meaning to review us for a while, now is the time to do it. 
You can also spread the love on social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram. You can search No Small Roles on Facebook and you will find a link to our lovely Discord in the show notes. You'll also find ticket links to A Christmas Carol and The Witches of Oz where you can see members of the wonderful No Small cast in person. If you want to get even more personal with the Abracalads, then you can send us your questions for Vicky and David for our next NSQ, which will be taking place on the 11th of November at 8pm GMT. And um, if you're a fan of a certain D&D show uh, by the name of Critical Role, you you may have heard of it, Uh, you might be excited to see some Critical Role cosplay on our social media. Myself and Daryl went to MCM Comic Con recently and met some incredible cosplayers. So if you want to go and check that out, you may also see me in cosplay. So go see if it's good go see if it's bad go see it go like it go comment we like to hear from you anyway that is enough from me for now let's get you back to the action Enkidu yeah whilst all of this uh, this silliness and fun is happening up above in the city down below in the sewers uh, Enkidu you are still paralysed of course Malleus has pulled a hood over your face um, specifically turned you over and started dragging you along so your face is scraping along the ground. Oh. There are stairs. He pulls you up. Oh. And he's really not being gentle Ugh. in the slightest. Pulls you from what you can hear from the uh, through this hood. Uh, you can hear running water. You can hear sort of the dripping and, and echoing of, of a wet sewer system, you come to assume, or an underground stream of some kind but as you're sort of pulled upstairs not too many sort of maybe a flight or two but like in small chunks there's a door that's get kicked open you can hear a couple of other jeering voices oh Uh, no (laughs) but then like you feel like with your hands and your sort of your feet still kind of dragging along that the 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 stonework changes to more uh carpeted but then back to stonework again as you, co- as you go through another door. You're then led through to another door. Fuck. Where almost in like rigor mortis fashion, like you feel that your hands, uh, Malleus sort of dumps you down for a second, pulls your arms behind your back, uh, clamps some chains onto them, pulls your, your feet closer together, clamps chains onto those, uh, and then something starts winching you upwards by the feet so that you are hanging upside down um, as, as you're being pulled up uh, the hood kind of slips slightly down your face um, until eventually it falls completely off and you see Malleus uh, sort of stood at a, at a door you have a sort of a quick glance of your eyes around you're in a circular stone room mm-hmm. directly below you is a, a grate uh, with rushing water beneath that and uh, you find yourself dangling above it uh, and he's kind of like winching this this chain round a, uh, a coil, then locks it into position. And then he comes over. He like sort of pulls the last bit of the hood off of your face, throws it to one side, crouches down. There's a bit of light coming in from this from this like circular chamber above you. He just glares at you for a moment. And then they stand up and just kick you in the face Ugh. three, four times. Oh, 
repeatedly again and again and again. We'll say you take about 12 points of damage. Oh, well, that's... well. <laughs> and like, every now and then, like, the kicking uh, seems to stop, and then he just checks to see how you're doing. Uh, and then gives you another one. Fuck. Uh, to the point that there's, like, blood trickling you, that you think it's probably broken your nose. Mm. Like, they've probably gotten to your jaw. That There's a loose tooth in there. And blood is, like, dripping down your face into your, into your white hair. I spit the tooth at him. <laughs> Uh, and the grimace sort of crouched down in front of you again. What the fuck you want? <sighs> they took rings. <laughs> had a feeling you guys were had eyes on us. We've been making a lot of noise. We got hired for a job. Had a feeling I'd spring a trap before you caught me in an opportune moment. <laughs> uh. So, sweated to know eyes and ears. Simple. So, uh, surprised to see your handsome face. <laughs> Fuck. It's kind of like glassy beetle eyes and these sort of beetle horns. You've got all the horns almost like mm. pincer with tension a little bit as you're talking. And they don't say anything. They just continue to stare at you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to mess up some plans. I thought you'd be interested. We've got... No interest with working in any capacity with you. Feelings mutual, but... Desperate times. Powerful enemies. Fuck it out. Might be desperate for you, but we're seeing pretty lad. Oh, yeah? So what if Accessor gets access because of something you gave away? She's making moves. She comes out on top. There's no room for you guys to walk around free. I should clap down on you guys like, like a fucking anvil. That sounds like an us problem. What? I could sort you and breathing down your neck, watching your every move. It's funny, I'm not sure whether or not you've come in here with a warning or a threat or what. Well, we can prevent her having any kind of extra hold on any of us, the children, you, myself, if you help me get rings out of captivity. The children of Havoc. I've got themselves into this shit. We've sold them some stuff, but that's it. Yep, and they can link that shit back to you very easily. I'm not sure they can. I guarantee you they can. And besides, pretty sure they want to keep us uh, on good terms, so to speak. <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure about that. <laughs> i got to admit, I like your attitude, but also, don't think the world would miss you if you were dead. Likewise. <laughs> Now, I'm going to be a bit honest with you here. The only reason you're not dead is because your friends aren't here. And I know for a fact, what do you call yourselves? The apricot twats? <laughs> <laughs> respect, respect the game. Yes, well played. You've got no issue with drawing attention to yourself, with causing widespread destruction, especially in crowded places. Yeah. That's our specialty. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Oh, fuck. I'm going to kick you again. Then you're going to go back to your friends. You're going to collect your fucking spoons. And you're going to leave the city by noon tomorrow. Or we're going to start picking you off one by one. Oh. Are you sure? You don't want rings back in your pocket. I can get him out. I don't care. What do you think? Should I start with the old lady? Or that masked git? 
Alright, you made your fucking point tough guy. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh no, maybe the orcish lady. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Very tall. Bit of a challenge that one. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> she might take the other half of your face off before you get to her. <laughs> Alright then. We'll start with the lad with the leg. Wait, 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 wait. One last thing. I think that burn mark has improved your looks. <laughs> he pulls a knife out instead and just sticks it in your gut. Oh, fuck! Oh, shit. That's uh, six points of damage. <laughs> well, this has been fun. And he pulls the knife out, walks over, releases the chain, and you just fall directly into the grate, mm-hmm. straight down into the water below. Mm. Um, your head dangling into the rushing stream, whilst your legs are very much still chained oh, above. Uh, you just held there for a moment. Obviously, you don't need to breathe. Fine. But for a <laughs> I'll, put, I'll, put on the, I'll, put, I'll put on the act of like, <laughs> gurgling and like choking. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Um, they don't know he's then, not a human anymore. But then you feel like the chain suddenly release and the water carries you downstream, like throwing you against bank after bank. You hit a grate, you hit another grate, uh, passing straight through until you're sort of shunted out by this water into the sludge of uh, the river shore. Yeah. Ruana flies after him. <laughs> Where was Ruana mm. the whole time? This is was a she... question about Ruana. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> How much of this has she managed to uh, bypass, get through? How much has she followed? She would have followed till she couldn't follow anymore. Mm. Okay, so... Um, Does she see a falcon on her travel? She'll get as far... <laughs> just flying around the <laughs> she'll get as She'll have snuck through, we'll say, like a roll pretty high. Uh, but she'll have gotten through the first sort of through few doors, uh, following... Um, as Enkidu and Malleus are sort of dragged through the first base. But as soon as uh, she sees a room full of people, um, a couple of them do stand up and notice her to the point that she falls back. Cool. She's like, yeah, that's not going to end well. But yeah, so uh, Enkidu, Mm -hmm. you've kind of like flopped out onto the the ground. Fuck. (sighs) Um, Like I say, hands chained behind your back, Mm -hmm. legs still sort of chained together. How, how many hit points have you got? Six. Oof. Jeez, oh, Louise. Man. Light. Light! And an inside check. Yeah. That is a natural one. Oh, oh no! No! no. no. To be fair, though, that guy oh. does not want you to die, so to be fair, he might be Yeah, okay. he doesn't, but... He just wants everyone else to die. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What a time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you you feel, whilst you're lying there, you just feel the pressure of somebody standing on you. Uh, What a day. (sighs) Can I turn and, like, look behind me? Yeah, as you kind of, like, roll over. Uh, Alcibiades kind of like moves his feet around just like pushes it into your stomach a little bit uh, <laughs> stares fuck. down uh, long time no see yeah uh, sorry about that thought thought I could take it a 
preemptive measure. But, uh, <laughs> look where it goes. You are a daft twat. Oh, not gonna disagree for once. Oh, finally he's got some sense. Yeah. Wait. Fuck. Oh, shit. Fuck you, know. <sighs> right. There's only one thing I can do here for you. Yeah. What's that? And he kind of leans forward, and as he kind of pushes his hands down onto your shoulders, you can feel your own psyche just being, like, pulled and pushed backwards. Oh, no. Further back, and you can see, like, you can still see through your eyes, but it's like the, the control is just being forced off of you. Oh, man. <laughs> Until it goes dark completely for you. Interestingly, as you have fallen back into this space, you almost find yourself seated in some way. And it's, it's odd. It's, it is darkness. But there are shapes around, and you can almost make out like a circle that you're sat in hmm. with, with other people. You can't quite see them. Hello? Who's there? Ah, Kido! Oh, Hi. Oh, we're down here, buddy. What? Can you see us? No, not really. Come closer. I can't. I can't. Uh, we, we can't move around as much. Ugh. All right, I'll come to we- you. <sighs> Fucking hell. As you sort of try to leave this seat that you're in, mm. like it, you feel that you can't. You just sort of, yeah, it's not so much that you're tethered. Mm. And it's different from the, the paralyzed sensation that you've just been having as well. <laughs> yeah. This is almost like you're you're in your in your place within a within a, a shape cut out specifically for you. Okay, guys, I I think I fucked it again. Oh, shit. You hear Hina's voice come from a different side of the circle, being like, "Well, let's hope he doesn't fuck it up this time." What did he do last time? Because there's a lot of time I've I've missed. I can only assume it was him, right? Six fucking years. You hear Gilgamesh saying, No, we've been talking about that, and we're not sure it's... We all missed that six years in Kidi. What? Hina again is like, No, I just meant when he tried to kill the gnome lady. Yeah, okay, okay. Right. You know, it's kind of... No, no excuses, I'm sorry. I, uh... For the world, I, uh... For the future I envisioned for everyone... I thought that I'd have to get me hands dirty to keep people's hands clean. You know, Gil, yours, Gwendolyn's hands. She's innocent. And to keep those people safe, I'd have to be the one to do the dirty work. I'm the one with red in my ledger. So I thought I'd spring the trap that I knew was waiting for us just to see what was there. Fuck. I'm a dumb fuck. Well, we're not dead, so that's, uh... That's good. And he's not gonna wanna kill us, is he? No. He's not. (sighs) Bro, can you see where he's going? Sometimes we can, but it feels like he's stopping us, so... He is. This isn't about his dad, is it? (laughs) No, I don't think so, not this time. He doesn't talk a lot down here, though. No, I bet he doesn't. Because... As much as I fucking hate him... (sighs) I've got to make peace with him somehow. This can't continue. We're going to tear ourselves apart. I do think he is, um... I do think he wants to keep the body safe, if that makes any difference. Yeah. He has to. 
So if I can't work, find a way to get you guys out, he's trapped with me forever. And that's... That's not a punishment either of us want. Even on our, on our worst enemies, which is each other. Ah, bloody hell. Yeah. If I look up, what do I see? It's... It's odd. It's, it's less about sort of physically seeing. It's just sort of like a sense of space. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like there is an edge. Okay. It's almost, it's like the sensation of having your eyes closed, but feeling, um, still being aware of like where your hands are. It's that kind of sense that you can't see anything, but you can sense that there is a boundary. There is movement mm. around you. Okay. Hey, listen, I, and I look around to everyone and say, look, this might be my, hopefully my last mistake of the day if we see it through, but I'm going to choose to trust you. We fucking hate each other. That doesn't have to change. But for the sake of a man who we both respect, I'm going to trust that you're going to do one decent thing for both of us and we can go back to hating each other after that if that's what you want. Ah, I've said my piece. Back with the party. Ah! No! Uh. Not back with the party! Stay there! <laughs> no! No! It's been, as you're sort of like clambering back onto the car, deciding where to head next, you feel like it's been enough time that you should have heard from Enkidu by now. I feel like it's been enough time that we should have really heard from Enkidu now. Oh, what? Really? But we've only got one spoon. I'm going to call Rowana back. Oh, okay. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm so. I'm sure Rowana will just be like annoyed that she's missed out on some rookie do time. <laughs> Hashtag rookie do. Hashtag rookie do. And Rowana. So yeah, June is June is gonna like poof, be like bring Rowana back. Um, as soon as this little owl uh, like appears in front of you, uh, there's like a frantic flapping as she's. Trying to like communicate what's happened. Um, Slow down, like, there, girl. What? Someone's in the well. Understanding, sort of. That's right. Uh, <laughs> actually, was dropped down a well. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have finally recreated Skippy. It has taken sixty-three episodes. <laughs> wow. But we have finally recreated oh, Skippy. God. Um, but with your sort of ability to speak to small beasts, you very quickly get the sense that Enkidu went to go see somebody. She wasn't still sure whether, like, who they were uh, until she saw Malleus. He fell down a hole. Not Malleus. Enkidu fell down a hole. Uh, and then was dragged off. It doesn't know where he is since then. Blah! Panic. Oh, oh right. Can, can you fly back there, Ruana? American voice. She talks American, doesn't she? Oh, we haven't uh, done a conversation with Ruana. Yeah, like, no, we haven't. Ever, we haven't at all. Really. Not, si- not since Alcibiades tried to kill Juna. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Or yeah, you you hear like uh, he's he's underground. I don't know where he is now. Uh, can you take us to this place? I'm assuming she said something about honeycomb, <laughs> the honeycomb place. Yeah, the queen's comb. No, yeah, she's like, yeah, I can take you there, but he, I don't know where if we can find it from there. What was this place he was going to? Do we? Uh, does Rowana know? It was like a honey factory. So she only really knows till like. So we were we all we know is that he's gone down through the floor. He's been bagged mm. up, dragged through a couple of doors. And she's a surmise that it's the Hex because of Malleus. Yeah. Can we message him? Can we find out from Enkidu where he is now? Yes, yeah. we can! Yes. yes. So 
I am going to cast sending rather than mm. message because she's assuming she can't get it. And she's just going to be like, Great Enkidu, chat. are you all right? I'm doing syllables. Enkidu, are you all right? <laughs> Where are you? We're coming for you. We love you. Remind him he's got the paper. You've got the paper. Love, Juno. you got the power. <laughs> <laughs> um, the voice that comes back. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Surely, I, I, have a que- it I have a question about this. Is though. Enkidu's voice. Yeah. There is something. It's like there's a, an extra, extra tone to it. Because it'll be that... the same vocal cord, won't it? Sorry. <laughs> 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 My name is Gus. <laughs> That's Chris's secondary character. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, if Gaius dies, I'm coming back as Gus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very definite Enkidu voice, just with a slight like variation almost on it, as if he's like, he's not quite phrasing things in the same way. Yeah. Anyway, um, what you get back is, thank fuck. Meet back at Tavern. That hurt a lot. <laughs> That's the softest tone I've ever heard from him. <laughs> can, I, can I can I insight check ascending? Uh you can yeah, I'll let you. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um it's odd. Whilst you haven't I don't think you've heard his voice before. Um you have obviously seen him. Yep. When he tried to attack you. <laughs> and there is that same kind of presence that there's like, this is not Enkidu in control of Enkidu's body. Okay. So I relay that as fast as I can back to the group. What Ruana has said, what I've gleaned from that moment that like, yeah. So he's, he, said he's, he said we need to meet at the tavern. He's not saying where he is. It sounds like it might be... That that bad that bad person in his head, um, the, oh. you know the one. I mean, we should probably meet him in the tavern because if it is yeah. this man in control, Enkidu's still there somewhere. Well, how much do we know about the night that Enkidu got taken over and then tried to attack Juna? Enkidu, you've told everybody about. I did, yeah, I friends. did, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a long chat after. Yes, so, I think like, Juno yeah, and Enkidu have definitely had a chat about it. Yeah, okay. yeah, we definitely did. Yeah, so but yeah, we definitely, I definitely told everyone. Last time that happened, it, he wasn't in charge for very long. So maybe by the time we get to the tavern, Enkidu will be back. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can extract Enkidu, get him back somehow. Maybe through your power, Juno, if you were able to kind of shock him back into his own body before maybe you can do it again it was ruana that did it right i think she warned you and you you dodged oh, out yeah, the way it was when ruana first came wasn't it and she went she shouted like behind you just it was very quick yeah oh yeah yeah okay i think juna like called out to him basically well if we're all there then if uh the bad guy is in charge at the moment. Hopefully we can snap him out. And we're prepared and together. Maybe try to be sneaky about it. He doesn't know that we're on to him necessarily. Yeah, that's true. Then let's go let's go to the tavern. Let's go right there. And there's a hurried journey. Yes. Uh, across the city. Tense and hurried. <laughs> yeah. 
you uh you pull when you eventually make it back you pull your car in uh into the stables jump out run into the 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 bar and there is enkidu covered in mud blood across his face and his hair he stinks stinks yeah there's a chain still kind of half tied around his hands but it's clearly been broken and he's just got a pint in front of him <laughs> he looks at junior he goes i need some fucking healing <laughs> And then his head just like hits the table, like um, unconscious. Yep. I'm gonna cast spare the dying because I don't want him to die. <laughs> to begin nice. with. So you run over as you sort of like place your hand on him. <laughs> That's where we're gonna end the episode. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no! That did not go Ooh. how I thought it was gonna go. Ooh. He is gonna be infected. Well, as soon as Kidu wakes up, he'll press the digitator and just clean his mouth off. But I don't think we're worried about the dirty clothes. No. And Kidu is. Oh, yeah. Filthy is. He's just got dumped in a sewer. Fucking hell. That's the Try main it. issue now. Well, yeah. there's a couple of issues. You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master. Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.